Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yo, they sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yo, I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then let's play. But that's seen us too. That gives us too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Add the radio land. Now it's the Rob Bro Show. I am the host, short the coach. You can text in 806-855-3712. It is overreaction Monday. Give me all your overreactions. Some people overreacting to the Big 12 power rankings. Somebody probably just upset that uh, Kansas is not in the top five of the uh the power rankings. West Virginia. Tough weekend for West Virginia. Um, and you look around here at the Big 12. Now, we'll have power ranking Thursday when we have it. Uh, and you're going to have an opportunity to go through Stanford, and then set up for a series against Oklahoma before we get to those power rankings. But uh, trying to figure out how to go about this. There's some... There are a lot of interesting things that can happen in the next two weeks of Big 12 baseball. A lot of interesting things. And you'll know a whole lot more in the next two weeks. Uh, I guess somebody's upset because Texas Tech in the Big 12 standings is 7th out of 9. But you've played the top three teams. Nobody else has. Nobody else has played the top three teams. So you're kind of projecting that you think Texas Tech will be fourth in the Big 12 by the end of it. West Virginia losing a series this weekend, I did not think they would lose. Again, frustrating for West Virginia. And we've talked about West Virginia as a team that really has one guy that's been really good and one really good pitcher 
They're not a very deep team. And if Weatherholt's not going to be incredible in Big 12 play, West Virginia will not continue. Now, it's tough to beat them. Absolutely tough to beat them in Morgantown. But Kansas, they're there. Kansas, a really good weekend for Kansas. Kansas baseball, acknowledge them. All right, let's get to the text line. Man, this computer is going really slow. If I sound slow, it's just because I'm waiting on this dadgum computer. All right. Overreaction Monday, nine games in. The Pirates' postseason hopes are over with, with O'Neill's Cruz's fractured ankle. Somebody teach this man how to slide. Uh, yeah. I mean, did the Pirates have postseason hopes? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, bro, who do you enjoy more? SEC guy, Wes Welker guy, or Dear Bro guy? Uh, I enjoy the Dear Bro guy the most. Uh, SEC guy the least. Wes Welker guy, I, I mean, it's just, he's harmless. Hey, Rob, hope you had a great Easter weekend. I did. Overreaction Monday, Texas Tech will sweep Stanford and Palo Alto. That's Grande Poyo. You absolutely can, and it would be a good opportunity for you. Uh, I'm not as doom and gloom as some others around this Texas Tech baseball team. Uh, people were texting me that they were going to miss the postseason because they lost the first game against North Dakota. They won the series, but yeah, that's a bad loss. Absolutely. Bad loss. Uh, but you're 22 and 10. Stanford is 21 and 7. They're 10 and 2 in the Pac 12. You've not won on the road yet. You need to do so. A great opportunity for you to do that tonight and tomorrow. Uh, the projected lineup has Austin Green back at second base, but I, I just do not know. Now, Woodcox, I'm assuming, is going to be in right field. I, after this weekend, I would like to see Vulatich more. And I feel like it makes sense to have Vuletic at second base and Austin Green at DH. Now, I'm not Tim Tadlock. I, I'm not a genius. But when your second baseman is leading the team in errors, why not try somebody else there? Especially when he swung a good stick against uh, North Dakota. Let him have some more run. Now, you definitely don't want to take Austin Green's bat out of the lineup. What? Absolutely not. You want him in the lineup. And maybe he's more comfortable in the field with the bat instead of sitting in the dugout and going up to bat every two innings. Now, Owen Washburn was getting really hot. That injury hurts. 
This is not the 056 Owen Washburn from the first three weeks of the season. That's a bad injury. Dylan Carter was a bad injury. Now you have two bad injuries. You're also really starting to worry that your frontline rotation is not a frontline rotation with Brendan Girton and Mason Molina not having strong starts in the last three weeks. I guess, I mean, technically Girton had a strong start in the first two innings and then kind of fell apart. But if he only has juice for two innings, he needs to go back to the bullpen, yes? Now, those two guys are absolutely two guys who can figure it out and be electric for the next month. They absolutely have that stuff. But they have not figured it out yet. Now, uh, you do not know your projected starters. They have not released those. Stanford's projected starter for today is Nick Dugan. Dugan with a 9-3-1 ERA. He has not factored in, factored into a result yet. Uh, he's got 10 appearances. He started four games, but again, no game on the record. So he's either left in a tied game or come in after somebody else gave up the loss. He's got zero saves. In 10 appearances, four starts, he's got 19 innings. He's given up 29 hits, 25 runs, 20 earned. He's walked 14, he struck out 18, and he's hit three batters. The batting average against for Nick Dugan is 354. Hittable. After this two-game set, Texas Tech will come back to the Big 12 and play a series in Norman. Stanford will return to the Pac-12 and play Oregon. You are not going to stress either bullpen for a non-conference game. This could be a two-game, highly competitive, offensive series. I hope it is. If you look back to see what Oklahoma did against Stanford, they went 2-2 two and two in a four-game set in Norman. 23 to 11, then they lost 2 to 0, 6 to 5, and then they beat Oklahoma 16 to 5. I think you'll probably see games more like the first and fourth than you did in the middle. And again, that is a four game series. I would assume their two best pitchers pitched in the 2 0, 6 5 losses. This is the midweek. Now, you're also not going to have your studs out there. I would assume Beckel can pitch Tuesday. Looking back through the weekend, I would guess most everybody is available from the bullpen. I know you pitched a doubleheader on Saturday. But that's a day's rest. Certainly everybody's available Tuesday. 
And then you go back through and you have the availability for this weekend. This texter, is there any news about basketball assistant coaching hires? Not since last week. I keep waiting on the one name that we've heard. So, uh, how much is Stanford playing t- paying Texas Tech to play? In- I don't think it's a buy game. Uh, I don't know how that works, though. I mean, I'm assuming Texas Tech just accepted the opportunity to go play in Palo Alto. I don't think you have to pay Texas Tech to travel to a Power 5 school. Um, if they are paying for travel or whatever, I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly do not know how that works. Uh, but I don't think, I don't think they're getting paid like a, like a buy game. Not like you probably had to pay North, Te- North Dakota to come down here and beat you in a game and then beat them in a, uh, a series. By the way, I, I do think that this young team, has been thrown off twice now by not having a midweek. This one because of weather. The first one was a a factored in bye week before you went to Austin. uh, And you frustratingly lost two Friday games after no bye weeks. Or after no midweek. I guess during a bye week. However you want to call that. You just didn't look sharp. Now, again, this one due to weather. And you changed that series time about 17 times. Again, this is a really young team. I I think the ceiling is still there. And if Kansas continues to do what they're doing and playing well, against the top half of the conference, that RPI will boost. Now, you still have to play them, and they still have to keep winning, but I'm not uh, out on Texas Tech hosting. I think it's a long road back. I don't think a North Dakota loss ruined your season. I don't think they're in a danger like they were last year. Now, if they keep losing, all of those things are true. You have to win. But we'll look at some uh, on-pace numbers when we come back with games remaining. And if they just do what they've done and do it again, we'll talk about that too. Now, if they get swept again in Big 12 play, all right. Yeah, now we're really talking about it. But if they win out their Big 12 series, I'm really not worried about what this team can achieve. And I've been saying for about a month now, I'm really excited about next year's baseball team with how young they are. Uh, but I'm not discounting what this team can do. I, I really am not. They have some things to figure out, though. And a couple of frustrating, really frustrating injuries right before Big 12 play. And right before this stretch in Big 12 play, um, 
has to be overcome. All right, we'll take the break. When we come back, we'll look ahead to this baseball season finish. And we have uh, some numbers, some things to look at, and more. It's Rob Rocho, Talk 180.9 News, Money Sports. Whether you're just one person or a big group of 30, you're still a proud Texan. You don't want your highways dirty. So pick up roadside litter with your church group or track team, your business or your book club. Everybody keeps it clean. When people ask you what you're doing, you can say, I'm going the extra two miles for Texas. I'm adopting a highway, end up with blue bonnets or beside a big corn crop. A sunset biggest Texas or a cottontail that hops. So take your stretch of highway and make it look first class. The people will be smiling when the cars and trucks go past. And don't be too surprised if you hear somebody say, Thanks for going the extra two miles for Texas and adopting a highway. Texas was the first to develop and adopt a highway program. Learn how you can adopt at don'tmesswithtexas.org. Brought to you by the Texas Department of Transportation. We live Texas. We breathe Texas. The landmarks, the swagger, and the lore make us who we are. We devour the tastes and the smells of our state. You just might say there's something in the air. So do your part to help protect it. Keep your tires at the correct pressure and avoid idling at drive throughs Both help reduce emissions. For tips, visit drivecleantexas.org. Drive Clean Texas. Live and breathe it. Brought to you by Texton. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt for Birch Gold. You go to hughgold.com or text my name Hugh to 989898. That's hughgold.com or text Hugh to 989898. I buy my gold from Birch Gold. I do it at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year. Whenever I do it, I do it with Birch Gold via hughgold.com. And there's a simple reason. I think you should diversify Whatever money you want, some of it in the market, some of it in bonds, some of it in real estate, and some of it in precious metals. Now, those precious metals can be held in in a depository administered by Birch Gold. But you don't want to try and run a 401k or an IRA out of your home because the IRS will say, no, 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 no. If you need a third-party administrator, that would be Birch Gold. They will send you the free information kit if you would like it. If you want to just buy gold, Krugerrands, Eagles, Canadian Maple Leafs, and put them in your safety deposit box, again, HughGold.com or text Hugh to 989898. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They've been a client for a long time, and I've been their client for a long time. HughGold.com, HughGold.com. You can listen to Talk 1340 through a variety of ways. On your radio at 1340 AM, online at KKAM.com, through your tablet or phone on the Talk 1340 app, and on your Amazon Alexa devices. First, add the Talk 1340 skill to your profile, and then say, Alexa, play Talk 1340. Talk 1340. News. Money. Sports. Talking about the latest cigars and the best in food. Eat, drink, smoke with Tony Katz. Saturdays from noon till 2 on Talk 103.9 and the Talk 1340 app. Advice about your career and your next job. The Ken Coleman Show, weekday mornings at 9 on Talk 103.9, the Talk 1340 app, and streaming online at kkam.com.
Welcome back. It's Rob Rose Show Talk, 103.9 News Money Sports. Looked at the schedule. Texas Tech Baseball 22-10 and 10 right now. That's uh, 32 games played, winning about two out of three. Just over. But we'll say it's two out of three. You have 24 games left. If you continue your pace, you'll be 16 and 8 across the last 24. That would be a record of 38 and 18, pretty much exactly what you did last year, safely inside the tournament. As a three seed traveling to Georgia Southern or wherever you went last year. And to me, that would be a disappointing finish, but you'd be in the mix. And I think this team in the mix can do some damage. Depending on a matchup. Now, it's very hard to win a regional not hosting. It's very hard to uh, win a super regional not hosting. Teams have done it. You can get hot. It happens. That would be a 10-5 and record across your final 15 Big 12 games. And a 6-3 and record against the rest of your non-conference. Which includes Stanford twice, Grand Canyon twice... Abilene Christian twice, and Sam Houston three times. That is nine games. Now, if you lose to Sam Houston or ACU, it would be much worse than losing to Stanford or Grand Canyon. But you still have an opportunity to get to 40 wins if you just play a little bit above what you've been playing, if you go 17 and 7 to finish the year, which is the pace you've been playing, right above it, right above, you know, 66%, you'd be at 39. If you can win 18 games and lose six in the final stretch, you'd be at the magical 40 win mark, which is what people look at. And if those wins are conference wins, Let's say you win 16 conference games instead of 14. You'd be right there in the mix for a Big 12 title conversation, which would again put you squarely in the in the NCAA tournament as a two seed probably somewhere uh, with an opportunity to be in the mix for a super if teams lose. If a lot of teams lose, but... I'm an optimist. I, just looking at this schedule, even with the injuries, this two-game series at Stanford is really tough. Oklahoma and Norman, you should win two out of three. Grand Canyon in Lubbock, easy split. You should win both. Baylor in Lubbock could be a sweep. You get ACU twice. You get a full series with Sam Houston in Lubbock. You get an end of April series against Kansas State and Manhattan. That could be tough. Going to Morgantown could be tough. Kansas and Lubbock, potential sweep. I mean, I just, I have a hard time looking at a baseball team that, in my opinion, could very likely win 40 games 
and being too upset about it. Well, you're not going to be a national seed. Okay. They still might win 40 games. They're right off the pace. Rob, you said last week that SEC guy was wrong with some of the things he says. So are you turning the page on his text? I honestly don't think about SEC guy as much as you do, texter. Uh, you love to bring him up. Are you SEC guy? Are you SEC guy and you're just like doing some bit where you bring up SEC guy all the time because you want to want me to talk about SEC guy? Is that what's happening? Because I feel like you're SEC guy. And you just want me to be nice to you. I mean, you're wrong about most of the things you say, SEC guy, if that's really you. Uh, but I could scroll back on your number, and uh, you talk about him quite a bit. So maybe you are SEC guy. Maybe, you know what, I'm looking back. You're the dear bro guy, you're SEC guy, and you're Wes Welker guy. I think you're just all three of them, and you just want me to talk about you. King of bits, this guy. I think you do bits more than I do. It's impressive. Really is. All right, let's take a break. And I'm sorry if if you want to jump on the terrified bandwagon. I just will not overreact to Texas Tech baseball losing one game to North Dakota. I won't. If your overreaction is that uh, this team is in serious trouble and might miss the tournament and everything's falling around. Now, injury's bad. Pitching has not been great. But if you just do what you've done against a weaker schedule, you'll get to 38 wins with a potential of 40 wins, and that's like the magic number to, to be in the postseason as a good seed. Now, is it 2017 again? No. Could be next year, though. We'll take the break. When we come back, we'll move on from Big 12 baseball. We'll talk about something else. It's Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. It's the Rob Rowe Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Gage Harrelson, newcomer of the week for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Another good weekend. He has been hot. Again, the projected pitching matchups uh, TBA versus Nick Dugan. And then tomorrow, TBA versus TBA. Very interested to see what happens. Very interested. Uh, the last two, the last time these two teams uh, met, Texas Tech and Stanford, uh, the Super Regional, Texas Tech, uh, pretty much just got dominated in Lubbock by Stanford. Uh, in a super regional, 
Otherwise, in 1995, the two teams played. I, I would um, agree with Hyatt on the last show that uh, Stanford and Texas Tech should play more often in the regular season, not just in the regular uh, kind of postseason action, but as a scheduled game. Elsewhere in uh, the college sports world, um, let's see, the Pac-12, issues, is that a way to say it? Uh, My overreaction on the Pac-12 is that it absolutely is a flare signal uh, that their deputy commissioner is bailing. Uh, now, smart on him to go find a new job because he knows what's going to happen. This whole entire staff's going to get juiced, fired, pink slipped after they hang this on the head of George Klavkov. And this guy's doing exactly what I said George Klavkov should have done last week. Leave, man. They're about to blame everything on you. These academics there in the Pac-12 are going to say it was not them. It's not their fault that they denied everything and and wouldn't expand and didn't want to let you do your job. Dude, get out. Or else you're just going to be the guy that failed the Pac-12, just like Larry Scott is. What's Larry Scott doing now? In the Texas Tech basketball world, somebody asked about assistance earlier. Uh, McCaslin put out a couple of quotes on the assistance he brought from North Texas. Uh, on Brower, he says he's a relentless recruiter with a brilliant basketball mind. He has a great feel for what winning looks like. He also talked about Moikobu, who he calls Coach AC. Great experience as a head coach in prep school and a great assistant coach for us at North Texas. He does a great job of developing and building relationships. Authenticity. Also mentioned how he uh, did great in individual workouts because he understands how to get the best out of a player on a daily basis. Overreaction Monday, and this is a safe space, I hope. I think we've cultivated a safe space here. I'm beginning to worry that a a staff is not in place. I feel like a staff should have been in place within a week of being hired. And I guess today is a full seven days since the press conference. Uh, I'm going to need a little speed, Coach Gass. I need a little speed on the uh, hiring There's a team here, and I know it's going to take another month or two to shake out all of the transfer portal, especially these guys waiting on the NBA. 
That's all the way into June. So it's not like a huge freak out. But it certainly is reaching a, an antsy level that I have not been previously. Uh, I thought you'd have more hires last week. You only had two. Um, the name that everyone's heard, Ben McCollum, why has he not been announced if he's going to come? Is he still uh, doing what he's doing down there at uh, Northeast Missouri State or wherever he is? Interesting. Uh, by the way, Fardaz Amak going to join his uh, former coach at Cal Madsen, the Utah Valley coach getting the California job. Uh, Robert Jennings, Elijah Fisher, KJ Allen, Daniel Bacho, all still in the portal. Robert Jennings says his top two are Virginia and Texas Tech. There are reports that Ole Miss is after Robert Jennings. Uh, and I'll say this, every single player that leaves Tech in the next two years is going to be heavily recruited by Ole Miss. That's just is what it is. I, I would not be surprised to see Daniel Bacho go there. We'll see about that, though. It would be moderately funny to see Robert Jennings put out a top two of Texas Tech and Virginia and then go to Ole Miss. Uh, by the way, if you didn't know, Ole Miss is where Chris Beard is. That's the joke. That's the uh, story. All right, we'll take the final break of the hour here a little early. Come back, finish off strong. I've got a couple of stories I want to get into. I've got a couple more overreactions. After this, it's the Rob Bro Show Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Boy! Boy! Welcome back. Rob Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News Money Sports, nearly finished with this show. It's Overreaction Monday. You can text in 806-855-3712. We've got some Big 12 power rankings via On3. We'll go ahead and do them today. We don't want to wait till Thursday on these. Uh, I saw this this morning. It is the Big 12 football coach power rankings. Uh, new schools included because in the next football season, the new four will be here. Dana Holgerson checks in at 12 out of 14. Neil Brown at 14 of 14. Scott Statterfield at 13. Scott Statterfield. Brent Venables 11. Steve Sarkeesian 10. The the worst five coaches in the Big 12. Sarkeesian, Venables, Holgerson, Satterfield, Neil Brown. Now, this is not me. This is uh, Jesse Simonton from On3. The next five at nine, Joey McGuire. At eight, Dave Aranda. Seven, Matt Campbell. Six, Kalani Sataki. Matt Campbell 
Why? Well, he's doing it at Iowa State. That makes it better. Is Matt Campbell better than Steve Sarkeesian at this point? Dave Aranda has a Big 12 championship. Does Matt Campbell? I don't know that I would move Dave Aranda up way too much, but it gets worse in my opinion, this list. The top five, Gus Malzahn, number five. Number four, Mike Gundy. Number three, Lance Leipold. I'm assuming because of what he did at Buffalo. Number two, Sonny Dykes. Number one, Chris Kleiman. I think I agree that Chris Kleiman is the best coach in the Big 12. I would probably put Mike Gundy too. I do not... Long-term, Sonny Dykes, I don't know. Lance Leipold at three seems ridiculous. Mike Gundy also has a Big 12 championship. Has not won a Big 12 championship game, but has a Big 12 championship. And if you're ranking this on Big 12 success or overall career success... I don't know. It just seems like uh, it's, man. Gus Malzahn arguably could be higher if you're talking about career success. Uh, Yes, ups and downs and all that, but Matt Campbell had one good season and that was in the COVID year. Dave Aranda has been way up and way down in his head coaching career at Baylor. Joe McGuire has one season. Brent Venables has one season as head coach. Neil Brown has been bad. Scott Satterfield, what a poor hire that was from Cincinnati. I wonder what Dana Holgerson would have ranked as the year before his final season at West Virginia. He's the top five Big 12 coach at that point, right? And he's just been in a free fall at Houston. This off the text line, Gundy isn't doing squat. He's on the back end of his career with no NIL. Big booster helping his recruiting. I really think that's... I don't think it's that they don't have support. They have money. Mike Gundy has money. He has support. He's just not spending it. That's the whole thing. Like, all of these schools have money. You just can choose to spend it on recruiting or not. Finally, Texas Tech has been spending money on recruiting, and it has helped. Georgia doesn't have more money than Texas. But they spend nearly $3 million more recruiting. 
And I would say it's a waste, but they've won back-to-back national championships, so it's hard to say it's not working. If I had to buy stock in this Big 12 power ranking list, uh, I would buy stock in Joey McGuire to move up. I would sell all of my Mike Gundy stock. I think he'll free fall. Uh, Sonny Dyke stock is too rich for me at two. Lance Leipold, too rich for me at three. I, I would probably hold on Matt Campbell. Might buy a dollar or two of Dana Holgerson just to see what he does in the, the Big 12 again. And if you own any Neil Brown stock, you need to have a conversation with yourself. Uh, that's one of the ones I can confirm he got right. He is the worst. The worst head coach in the Big 12. And it's really not even that close. Uh, Neil Brown is... They fired an AD. And the next AD kept Neil Brown. That's where West Virginia is right now. Elsewhere in Big 12 Baseball, tonight on the 10th of April, uh, Texas will be at Texas State. Creighton will be in Manhattan, Kansas to play the Kansas State Wildcats. And then again, Texas Tech and Stanford, the ranked matchup, Stanford top 10 baseball team, Texas Tech moving up a spot this week. To number 22. After a series win over North Dakota State. Uh, One last look at the rankings. uh, The RPI. Uh, Texas up to number 13. They are the one Big 12 team in a position to truly host a national seed. As a top 8. Oklahoma State at 17. They're in a good position now. You've played both of those teams already, but you need them to stay where they are, especially Oklahoma State. TCU at 31. That's the the three highest Big 12 teams. Stanford at 14. You play them today. Again, two wins against Stanford and everything is erased from this weekend. That one loss is erased. Not erased, but brought back a little bit. Uh, West Virginia is still on the schedule at 45. That's an opportunity for you. You need them to win a few more. ACU, 62. You still get to play them twice. You don't have a Merrimack left on the schedule like you did last week. Now, North Dakota, again, bad. Bad loss, but I think you can move on from it and not be too hurt. Starts tonight, though. All right, tomorrow, Raiderland, we will recap and preview 
couple of games here in this Stanford series in Palo Alto, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. We'll also have some high school softball action for you tomorrow. We'll get to that as well. All right. I've been Rob Bro. I'll be Rob Bro. We'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the Raiderland. See you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.